you are, but that vision, you better pursue it. That business, you better get started because it's not just about you. It's about everyone connected to you. I hear God saying, this is going to be the year that you see why it had to be you. Welcome to the Thriving Intuitive Podcast, where we are providing women hurting with spirituality strategies to embrace their beautiful, unique selves. Through astrology, self-care, human design, and intuition, we are energetically clearing ancestral patterns one step at a time through tools and topics that are pulled from my book, Empath and the Narcissist, A Healing Guide for People Pleasers. And now, here is our show host, Raven Scott. Today we are talking about the transits in the human design gates. Now, if you're not quite familiar with human design, this might be a little bit of a mind-blowing concept, but we all know that in astrology, the planets transit and they circle and rotate and all the fun things that happen out in space. Well, similarly, the um, clock of time in the human design also does the same thing and it relates more to the gates. Um, And then you can link it into more specifically, there are three different aspects to the gates. There's the I Ching and there's the element of astrology. And there's also an aspect linked towards the biology. Each gate has those elements that kind of allows the characteristics of this gate to shine through in your personality. In your chart, um, which I'll be doing a full course on how to read your chart, the numbers are the gates that are all over your chart. And you can pull your free chart from geneticmatrix.com, mybodygraph.com, and there's a a few others. And really what you're looking at is um, your main personality traits are from defined gates and channels. So when two gates connect to make a bridge and there's a colored black or red line or both, that is a channel. So it's just a definition, a characteristic of your personality. So what's interesting is these all are transiting at the same time, just like astrology. We have our birth chart and then we have the transiting chart. So I really thought this was fun and fascinating. And please let me know in the review if you want more of these. I will continue to do these. I cannot take full credit for knowing any of the knowledge of this. I found this beautiful podcast. You should definitely go take a look. Um, and it's called Human Design. Uh, the Human Design Podcast, pretty basic, and it's with um, Emma Dunwoody, and she's just been in the industry for very, 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 like, from the beginning, so I really uh, value and trust her opinion on human design, and I'm learning a lot from her, so if you want to dive even deeper, go check that podcast out. So in my notes that I took from her episode, they went through the entire month of February, And I'm like, that's just too much, too much. So we're just going to do bite sizes. So we're going to be talking about um, February 15th through the 24th. And primarily what's happening during that time is um, between February 19th to the 24th, the sun 
is in gate 55 and the earth is in gate 59. And those are the two elements that you take a look at when you were looking at someone's incarnation cross as well. The conscious and subconscious, you combine the four gates and that uh, gives the uh, algorithm what your incarnation cross is. And if you're also unfamiliar with the incarnation cross, that is your soul's purpose here. And it can be very hard to interpret. When you look it up, you're like, yes, perfect. I'm going to know exactly why I'm here. No, it's very ethereal, vague, but it gives you a little bit of a guidepost, right? Is your incarnation cross personal? Meaning, are you just fully needing to evolve and develop your soul still because it's a young soul possibly, or it is an old soul and needs to continue to evolve, or is it an interpersonal incarnation cross? Meaning you are here to shift things like collectively to influence others. Um, and personally that is mine. And I keep going back to that very vague topic of, okay, (laughs) I am here to help others. I'm here to influence others in certain ways, the ways I don't know exactly know, you know, I don't think we'll ever really ever know exactly. That would be take the fun out of life, I guess, the experimentation of life. But it gives us a window into if we're on the right path or not. So it's a beautiful, beautiful tool. So the sun and earth are what uh, they focus on in the transits. So gate 55 is the gate of spirit. In the I Ching, it is abundance. Um, and in astrology, um, it is the in the Pisces zodiac. So the sun is having this spicy, sexy energy. And um, we're seeking access to the spirit through love and bonding. Um, And this also is a beautiful time. The sleeping phoenix will be the next new cycle um, in five years' time. So that's a little bit deep, and I I need to look it up and research some more. But I'm going to look up the sleeping phoenix incarnation cross because it has a huge influence in the energy and patterns and like looking towards the future of the new era. So I'll read through some of the sleeping phoenixes incarnation cross. And the gate 55 is the uh, abundance in spirit. It is a beautiful and powerful and potentially world changing energy. Boy, do we definitely need some of that. And you can feel it, right? It's like when you're, there's a, a death and rebirth or a simple analogy of cleaning out a closet. There's a lot of crap that you'll find, you know, in the corners and crevices and it's ugly and moldy or expired. And that's kind of what we're doing. We're, we're pulling out all these things that we thought we had cleaned out or dealt with in society. And they're cropping up their big, ugly head again in order for us to transform it, you know, kill that old, you know, archaic concept of, let's say, like, you know, people not having equal equality, uh, voting rights, money issues, things like that, that we talked about with Magic Kathy in that podcast, a few um, podcasts back. And so all these things are coming out. um, And then it's in the gate 55's highest expression, It's the recognition that the infinite abundance of life is available. It is available for you, for me, for all of us. 
It's not just available to the millionaires and the billionaires. It's available to all of us. We all are on this earth and have been given this abundant resource of its majestic beauties and wonders. And we can't throw it away. We can't just discard it or even think that, oh, well, it's not really for me. It's for them. No, every single piece of land and sand and grass and air in the sky is for every single human being. And it is abundant. So it's just um, the consciousness and awareness of the spirit as the source of abundance in our lives can constantly shift us from a condition of lack, right? It's all up in our head to a condition of abundance. And it's just a matter of perspective. So I think it's beautiful. It's a beautiful aspect to be having um, through this time. And I was just received a message from oh, another beautiful podcast guest that I've been on hers and she's been on mine, um, Jessica Emraz, on a live podcast. She was like, oh my gosh, I couldn't sleep. There was such intense energy last night. And I'm recording this on the 9th, February 9th. So imagine all of this is building up, building up. And um, we're just coming out of the season um, of the week, you know, kind of going to still feel it around Valentine's is going to be airing the day after Valentine's Day. You're going to feel it. Um, the sun was in gate 30, um, which is a double, double fire of passion. And um, also the earth is, was in gate 29, which is a double water emotion. Valentine's Day, right? So a lot of, lot of energy. And so then when we have the earth um, during this time, between February 19th and 24th, it is the, the earth is the, the solar plexus gate of sexuality. The I Ching describes it as dispersion. And in astrology, it's in Virgo. So gate 59 is the gate of seduction. This is a pure life force energy and the energy for sexuality or for not. So we're seeking the bonding, you know, and love through relationships. And maybe it's, it's asexual and it's just seeking that love and bonding through friendships, through community and gearing up to all of this. It's so serendipitous when I've been sitting and doing intentions for this Lunar New Year and um, visualizations of what do I want to do moving forward, like five years, what do I want to be investing my energy in? And right now, also from the astrological viewpoint, the next three months is put a whole bunch of eggs in one basket. You know, you might have some different passions and different ideas. Now's the time to just kind of put it all out there and then see, wait to respond for most of you or wait for an invitation for those projectors and see what projects you don't need to invest in anymore and what projects take. And this was part of my vision was you know, creating art, expressing myself artistically through graphic, maybe creating some type of magazine of like home and wellness, as well as like a book, like a journal book that's very moon driven. I, I just absolutely adore and I'm in love with the moon. So there's all these 
things and projects I'm thinking about. But part of that is joining and bonding and finding friends and community because I have been feeling lonely lately. Um, I, I haven't been doing any Zoom calls or all the things that I was doing to keep myself busy during the intense part of the beginning of the pandemic. And now I'm kind of like, I've got to get some friendships bonded. I've got to invest in them. I've got to go out and have tea, you know, like creating valuable relationships is important. And it's the energy that is pulling us um, in that direction this week. So absolutely, this is a beautiful time. Um, You know, even though you don't have clarity or know where you are going, just go all in and do it. And that was the big takeaway from listening to them and the energy this um, time period. And like just from listening to another beautiful podcast. I love podcasts. Um, Anne Ortley's Weekly Astrology. She's like a crack up. She's zero production. I love it. It's just like super raw, but she knows her astrology. And she, that's the one who I was advising about putting all your projects in one basket and then see which, you know, which ones land and which ones need to be tossed out and not put energy into anymore. So it's just a beautiful reassurance that it's okay to have lots of interests. It's okay to have lots of projects juggling up in the air. And I'm not a manifesting generator, which most, you know, is the multi, you know, tasking lots of balls up in the air type of personality trait. I am a pure generator. And typically it's like one project at a time and that's it, like full zeroed in focus. Um, But I do have lots of other things that I want to do and have that energy. So it's there. I'm just affirming to you that it's okay to have that. It's okay to have quite a few different projects going on. You're not a flake. You're not undecided. You are just putting out your options to the universe and you're waiting for the universe to to respond back and say, do this one. This one's for you. This one's really what's going to bring your purpose into full light. So reading to you from the beautiful book, The Book of Destinies, Discover the Life You Were Born to Live by Chayton Parkin and Carola Eastwood. This personal life theme of the sleeping phoenix, which is what they're talking about, the collective's incarnation cross being, in five years' time, there will be a start of a new cycle, and it's going to be starting into the Sleeping Phoenix. It's um, If you have this in your chart, you can find your incarnation cross by just looking at the top right sun, your conscious sun gate. So all the number columns, there's a left column and a right column. On the right column, the top number is your incarnation cross gate number. So if you have this, it will say 34. Um, and this is an incurable romantic. The sleeping phoenix is driven by your quest for intimacy with life. Unless you are really clear about your own needs, you can find yourself literally looking for love and deep experiences in all the wrong places. 
always a bit ahead of your time. You chase impossible dreams, using any means to pursue them, wondering how they are so enticing and elusive as you stretch to catch them. Grasp them from for a moment and then crash and burn, only to rise again sometime later from the ashes of your experiences. And on you go. You're going on headlong into your next pursuit. You know, it's like the cycle, the, the phoenix. I don't know if you ever remember, if you've seen the Harry Potter movie, there's that phoenix that burns to ashes. And then in the ashes is reborn the phoenix again, a tiny little baby bird. Over and over the cycle goes. And this is something very similar to the tarot and the major arcanas. All of them are the, the, the whole story of kind of like our cycle of life. It runs through the fool and it goes all the way to the death. And so you have this cycle over and over. It's not like that's the birth and that's the end of your life. There is a death and a rebirth constantly in our mind and our perspective and our concepts and our spiritual growth and our awakening and so on and so forth, right? So it's a very beautiful, I think, of course, very romantic concept. And it's true. We're constantly cycling. It's like, oh my gosh, remember when I used to think that like you could only do life this one way? (laughs) That was funny. I was such a fool, you know? And then you find yourself going full circle on it and going, wow, I was really a fool about thinking that you had to do this aspect of life only one way again, right? Like years later, it's a cycle and we're here to evolve. That's the evolution. So it's just a really beautiful, beautiful thing. Life always wants to reveal more to you, but it will tend to hold back if you forget your sense of humor. So I think that's going to be something to look out for. With this person's conscious son in gate 34, this uh, person who has a sleeping phoenix may discern that you are the busiest person around. And if you ever stopped and paid attention to the degree of your activity, you have to a drive to be active just to be active. Whether it's tapping your foot on the ground or trying to get people to be involved in your activities or else get out of your way. My goodness. Remember that existence always wants you to grow. So when it looks like things are in a downward spiral and your efforts are being blocked, you are being shown something important. When you pause to appreciate that new perspective, you will learn how to rise and expand into new life experiences. So always, always, no matter whether, what incarnation cross you have, we're talking about the collective, always remember your type. What type are you? And follow your strategy, which I'll be covering again as a review. And it's been a long time since I've talked about strategy here, but I'm going to talk about it on the podcast and create a course and we'll pull segments from that course for the podcast and always trust your authority. And you will know who and what really appeals to you as you power your way through life. Wow. There's some big names here that had this incarnation cross as well. Miley Cyrus, JFK Jr., Billy the Kid, and Kelly Brook. 
incredible. Yeah, so that is a sleeping phoenix for, again, in five years, that'll be the new cycle. But it kind of, the energy of this week, of the 19th through the 24th, crops up. We almost like see a sneak preview of this energy um, for the whole, in five years, the new cycle into this sleeping phoenix kind of vibe. So amazing, so beautiful. Um, just another note too about Jupiter is in gate 37 of friendship and family abundance. Um, it's all about, right? Jupiter is about expansion and abundance. And again, like we were just talking about is deserving of abundance, but when you have less expectations, I can firmly say this from personal experience and you reduce your expectations and you are more likely to be surprised and full of joy versus disappointment. So there can be that caveat too with Jupiter where you're expecting so much and so much expansion and abundance, but if you're expecting, then that can also let you down and then you get upset. So, but also trust who Jupiter brings to you and trust who is leaving you. Because there's also a bit of an activation with Chiron, which is healing of the past and healing from a control system. Gate 37 in the I Ching is family, and in astrology is Pisces. So it's very, very clear and simple gate, but it also wants harmony. And it will work for peace, this gate. Um, and Jupiter is really working for peace. But we can't come about peace through logic. Correct? I mean, I'm sure you've had an argument with somebody and it just goes round and round and round or years and years and years. It's the same pattern over and over and you keep talking about it and talking about it, right? That's why sometimes talk therapy is not 100% a cure-all. It's beautiful and wonderful, but you could talk yourself in circles for years and years to come unless you surrender and just give it to divine. Drop the expectation that they're going to hear you because it may appear that they hear you and then they repeat their patterns because they're subconscious over and over. So uh, just have the peace to know that the harmony is wanted and desired by all. And we truly do, with all of our differences of opinions and polarities this year, we all want fundamentally the same thing out of human life and existence. We want peace. We want love. We don't want any more, you know, of this stress and the arguments and, you know, these differences. Survival. That's at the core of all humanity and what they want. So we're going to have to reach it through our heart center, not our head center. We're going to have to reach that through just sometimes giving up on that heady argument and saying, you know what, all I know is that I love you and I want to figure out a way to move forward, you know, peacefully. Let's just set aside our differences and 
be able to just kind of let it ride for a while. Because time also, I think, is a cure-all for different perspectives, right? Give it some time. Time can heal. So a beautiful affirmation for this gate, I think that's really important for all of us um, to kind of remember is all agreements I make are clear and created with peace as the end goal. From the remnants of the past, I discover my blessings and I work with my friends, my family, my tribe, my community, and my world to co-create a mutually respectful and deeply honoring peace. Peace is within me. I am peace. I breathe peace. I create peace. All is well. Just like Sending out that loving, unconditional love to whomever is your most horrendous offender that you hate and are jealous of. See them as an inner child. See their higher self and their soul struggling to figure out what their life's lesson is here, what their soul's journey is. I salute you. I salute your higher self. I see you. I love you. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Be well and pray that divine holds them in safekeeping. So how can you create a lifestyle that's more peaceful? Uh, can you commit to doing five peace, peaceful acts or peace maybe for you inside yourself and your self-care? Peace bringing activities today. Maybe that's your journal prompt for today during your quiet time. Let me know if you enjoyed this episode um, of the human design gate transits. I thought it was really fascinating. I love astrology and their transits. I don't really try and say that I am an astrologer because I'm really not. I just, it's a hobby. So I'm always following the transits and listening to them. And it's really, really fascinating fascinating that these all kind of correlate like what this astrologer is saying lines up with this astrologer and you have to follow probably the right aligned astrologers because I know there's a lot of other astrologers that can get really confusing and you're like oh my gosh I don't like I'm panicking because everything's confusing to me but um so far the universe has brought me some really aligned astrologers and then you know, has seeing how it's correlating to the themes of the gates. It's just, I, don't, I love it. So if you love it, please leave a comment in the review box at the bottom of this podcast. Let me know you love it. Let me know you want more of these. Um, and I will continue to do research for you and bring them to you. Oh, thank you so much for listening. I, I appreciate you. And remember, always keep your unique light shining. And the planets are out of retrograde, so now is the time to act on them. Full steam ahead for the next three months until May. And let's just get all our projects out there. Let's support each other. Let's put them out there, see what lands, and see what people are wanting. All right, thanks so much, and have a beautiful day. This podcast is brought to you by The Thriving Intuitive. Instagram, you can follow us at The Thriving Intuitive, and our website is thrivingintuitive.wordpress.com.